The question of how we can lead happier, healthier lives is definitely a question that has preoccupied so much of my searching, my quest, you know. I've left behind a world that was familiar and I set out into the unknown because I felt that there was something more to life than the life that I was living. Uh, and many of you already know my story, but I was living in Boston. I was working a job. I was really unhappy. I suffered with clinical depression for most of my life. I think since I was 15 years old, I was diagnosed with depression and I was on um, medication for many years. I'm really grateful to say that in the life I'm living today, I feel better than ever. And I think there are some really key factors that contribute to that, obviously. And one of the most important things is how I set myself up in the morning. You know, what you do first thing in the morning has a big impact on what happens the rest of the day and how you feel the rest of the day. In fact, the actions you end up taking, the moods you feel, you know, that can be the harvest we reap from the seeds that we plant in the morning. So cultivating a morning practice is one of the most important things to really being centered in yourself, in your truth, aligned with what it is you want and need. And so that's going to be what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. In fact, I just made a YouTube video on the same subject. So if you want to check that out, you can go to my YouTube channel, The Adventures of Erica Derrickson. Keep in mind, I have two YouTube channels. The old one I started many years ago. That's where all of my videos began. But over time, that channel got a little bit messy with a lot of Indian and Pakistani men. So it became a sandbox that was just not fun for me to play in. So I started a new YouTube channel, which you can check out. The Adventures of Erica Derrickson, and I'll drop a link in the comments of this podcast. So anyways, the energy that we set ourselves up with in the morning, what we do in the morning, you know, how we start our day, that is such a big factor in the level of happiness that we will or will not experience in our lives or at least in my life. This is what's so important to me that I've discovered. So first things first, I like to wake up early. And one thing that's important to understand about waking up early is that a really solid morning practice starts the night before. It starts the night before by being mindful of getting to bed. Uh, Like, I don't wanna say on time, in a timely manner. Like if I know that I wanna wake up early, I'm not going to stay up late (laughs) because I'm being thoughtful. I'm being mindful and conscious. Um, You know, one choice leads to the next. So for me, I like to get to bed somewhere between 9.30 and 10. That means I'm starting to wind down around 8.39, you know. And I, I plan for these things because it's important, because I value how I feel. So I like to wake up it's what, at what is called special energy time. And this is actually a, a term that was coined by my spiritual teacher in India. He was very adamant that you have to wake up before sunrise. And at the time I was like, what are you talking about? That's too early. He wanted me to wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. I'm like, geez, man. <laughs> now, 
I understand more of what he meant, especially since I started learning about Ayurveda. And in Ayurveda, we learn that there are different energy times during the day. Some energy times are conducive to activity. Some are conducive to rest, right? So there's a sort of like a flow of energy. And what I've learned is that the time right before the sun rises is actually a really, really powerful time where the energy is rising and it's a time that you can harness this energy for prosperity, abundance, creativity, inspiration, for sure. In fact, when I wrote my book, Leaving America with Erica, which is available on Amazon, of course, I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning to harness this wave of energy. And I, I had a whole like ritual I would go through. In fact, I, was only, I only wrote the book for about a week and a half. So I had this really concentrated process that I was in to harness the, this wave of inspiration that was moving across the planet just before the sun rose. So today, I like to wake up between 5 and 5.30 a.m. And that gives me the time and space to, to start my day before the rest of... You know, it's like the world is a very busy place, you know, and, you know, we have so many people in our lives and so many people come at us with like things and their conversations and agendas and all these, this activity, right? So when I wake up before the sunrise, I am in the quietest moment of the day before all of the other people and all of the other activities have really activated. I can start my day in this quiet space. And that's really important because we're using this morning time to really connect and set the energy. And in fact, that's ultimately what a morning practice should be, in my understanding, is it's the time to connect with spirit and it's the time to connect with yourself. So this is the time that I like to... um, First, go to my altar and I pray. So my altar is like my prayer station. This is the place where I have my special things, my my stones, you know, um, a little copper pyramid, my selenite stone, a a beautiful um, pine cone from the forest. You know, these special things. I also have a few oracle decks. I have my tarot card deck. I have this beautiful mermaid tarot card deck that my my dear friend Wendy Rose gifted me on the retreat we recently had here in Hummingbird Valley. So, you know, going to my prayer station, lighting a candle, greeting the day, greeting God, saying thank you, calling upon my angels, right? And in this quiet time of the morning, that's really when I feel like my prayers can be heard with such a resounding uh, vibration that that maybe it you know when the day is really busy and going and active like I mean prayers are always heard but in that special energy time there's something special that you can tap into so starting with prayer and of course in here you know I'm I'm brushing my teeth I'm I'm actually the first thing I do now is I take a Um, half a cup of apple cider vinegar mixed with water. I drink that first. 
Then I go greet Stella. We have our morning snuggles. She likes to sleep on the couch outside, so I go out to her and we have our moment together. You know, I let the apple cider vinegar just kind of like sit and process through my body. You know, then I'll get my tea going. Typically, I brew my tea the night before, and so I heat it up. So I'm brushing my teeth, the tea is going, my mouth is clean. Oh, I scrape my tongue. That's another thing from Ayurveda we learn. You can use a tool called a tongue scraper to scrape off that layer of, um, of bacteria and ama that form. So ama is a byproduct of digestion, and it's something we want to remove. So I take the time to connect, and then most importantly for me now is making time and space for yoga and meditation. Now, in the past year, I've made a lot of really big changes, and I've turned my life around in like really fantastic ways. I mean, I was going in a good way, but during the pandemic, I started smoking weed again, I started drinking alcohol again, not in excess, but enough to kind of cloud myself. And so in this past year, I renewed my choice for sobriety. And actually just recently, I hit my one year anniversary of sobriety. So creating that clarity within that my body and my mind has been really key. And one way that I reinforce that and really empower myself is by having my morning yoga and meditation practice. Why is this so important? You know, I believe that we're on a journey. I'm on a journey to master my energy. I'm on a journey to master my mind, to master my money, to master all of these different energies in my life because when something is the master of us, we are at the whim of the storm. Rather than learning how to, you know, harness the power of the storm and ride it to get to where we want to be. So the yoga is a way, it's not just about being stretchy, it's not just about like being fit, it's a way of mastering my energy and doing it in like a really physical way. And the yoga postures are also really good for moving energy, opening the energy channels of the body that can otherwise become, you know, crusty and stagnant and like kind of atrophy if we don't use them. So the yoga practice is key. And the other thing is like, you don't have to do a lot. Like you can do like 20 minutes of yoga. In fact, when I was at a point, in fact, many years ago, I was coming back from India and it, it, I was going through a rough time. And part of me reclaiming myself after feeling quite lost was putting on yoga with Adrian videos and doing one of her 30 day challenges. And it was just a 20 minute yoga video every morning. And after the 30 days, in fact, I was so proud of myself. I bought myself one of her t-shirts as a, as, a, as a gift to celebrate having completed the 30 days. I felt so different. And here's the thing about yoga is it's not just the physical stuff. It affects you emotionally. It affects you mentally. It affects you for the, for the better in all ways that one could want and hope for. But the thing is, it's not a quick fix. You know, we live in a culture, a world, a society, a time where people want quick fixes. You know, they don't want to cultivate their garden. They want instant noodles. 
And so, you know, for real happiness and prosperity, abundance and like nourishment and joy, like we have to cultivate the garden of ourselves. We have to cultivate our energy. It's not a quick fix. So a yoga practice is not something we do once and then it's done. Like like showering. Imagine, imagine you showered once <laughs> and we're convinced that was enough. And it's like, well, honey, you smell pretty bad. That shower you took three weeks ago um, doesn't apply <laughs> anymore. Like you have to keep doing it. So it's the same thing with the yoga, which is why doing it as part of a morning practice is so beneficial. Next, meditation. So meditation, a lot of people struggle with meditation because they, they think that they have to like get to some state of like perfect quiet and peace. And if they're not achieving that, then they're doing it wrong. And a lot of times, you know, they'll meditate, you know, once, twice, three times, and they don't get to that state. And so they decide that, oh, I can't meditate and they give up. Well, my friends, that's actually not the purpose of meditation. Purpose of meditation is to learn to recognize the mind. And so you could actually sit in meditation and watch your mind zip all over the place. And if you're able to recognize that and then just bring yourself back, bring your focus back to your breath, bring your focus back to your third eye, bring your focus back to the sounds of the bird, that is actually meditation. Meditation is the process of learning to recognize your mind and cultivate your ability to direct your focus. Now, why is this important? Well, whatever we focus on in life is what we get, right? So if you focus on poverty and scarcity and lack and all the reasons that you feel like life sucks, right? You're going to you're going to probably be like sad and you know, have a lot of anxiety and just like kind of swirl around in a vortex of darkness. But if we can train our minds to focus on what we have to be grateful for, to focus on the blessings that we have, like attracts like. And so we're going to find that we have more reasons to be grateful. We're going to find that we have even more blessings, right? So meditation is a way of training that otherwise crazy monkey mind that can do God knows what and cause all all sorts of havoc and damage when it's not trained. So the meditation is a way of just bringing more awareness into this powerful tool that we've been equipped with, a tool that when we direct it, we can create all sorts of amazing things. But if we're not training our mind, we're creating, but we're creating unconsciously. We're settling for, you know, what for what, you know, life gives us without taking an active role in calling in that which our heart truly desires. So the meditation is like strengthening our manifestation muscle, right? Because where attention goes, energy flows. So if you just sit and close your eyes and focus on your breath, and notice every time your mind wanders away, and like a shepherd, bringing it back, you will 
have developed a great ability that can greatly impact your future and your ability to be happy, healthy, wealthy in the future. Now again, the key word is cultivate. It's not an instant fix. It's not an instant manifestation, right? We are cultivating skills, abilities, and habits over time. And, you know, if we find ourselves in a really kind of crappy life situation that sucks, we didn't get there overnight. That situation came about as a result of small choices made day in and out. It came as the result of habits that were cultivated, maybe unconsciously, bad habits, you know, that, that came about just because, you know, we were looking for the easy fix, the, the quick hit of pleasure without recognizing the bigger picture. So, on the journey towards happiness and abundance and prosperity, you know, we have to make changes to our course, just like a ship does. A ship going from point A to point B doesn't get there by big sweeping motions of the, of the steering wheel. Does a ship have a steering wheel? What's, the, what's it called? You know what I mean. It gets there by making small adjustments over time, right? So we too can change our course by making small adjustments over time. I believe the morning is the prime time to make those adjustments. And I'll actually give you one exercise to try, see if you can remember to do this. And this is part of cultivating new habits. When you first wake up in the morning, do this exercise of when your feet hit the ground, one, two, you know, when you first get out of bed. Make it so with each footfall you say, thank you, left, right, thank you, or right, left. Thank you. And give thanks. So you're training your mind first thing in the morning to give thanks. To give thanks for what you already have. Or maybe to give thanks for what you want to create, what you want to manifest. So before I bought the land, in that chapter, I started this exercise and I said, I gave thanks for my home. I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my mushy, cushy, cozy, comfy home that's coming to me now in the perfect way, without delay, for maximum yay. So I would say that first thing in the morning. And you know what? <sighs> the chips fell that now I own land here in Guatemala and I'm getting ready to build my mushy, cushy, cozy, comfy home in the, in the coming years. And it's not like, oh, will it happen? Like, no, it's happening. It's happening, you know? And I believe that that's a function of me really orienting my energy towards what it is I really want. And, you know, the first step to, to getting what you want is first figuring out what you want. So that's why this morning time, this time for meditation, this time for prayer, this time for yoga, this time to connect with, with your energy, with your heart, with your mind, it's so valuable on this journey. So... The last thing I'll leave you with is I think the ultimate practice to do in the morning 
is just being really gentle with yourself. Like, for example, I, I made an exception last night, and I actually went out with my friend Caleb, my childhood best friend, and we, we went to a local, a local spot, and we watched Home Alone. And I got home, and I went to bed a little later than I normally do. And even though I set my alarm, for some reason my alarm didn't go off this morning, and so I found myself sleeping in, and I missed the special energy time. Now, in the past, I really would have used that to beat myself up. I would have made myself wrong. I would have engaged in a conversation with myself where I would have really just been hard on myself for, for not being perfect, right? But this morning was different. In fact, I laid in bed, and I just wrapped myself in so much love. You know, as I saw the sun rising, I was like, oh, wait, this is, I'm late. And you know what? I just, ah, okay, well, honey, I think you're tired, and it's okay. It's okay. And I was just really sweet and gentle with myself. And so I think that's the ultimate morning practice. You know, we can, we can do these spiritual techniques, and we can, you know, have the different practice. And I didn't even talk to you about the pranayama. The pranayama is another spiritual technology that can oh, really take things to the next level. You know, so we can do these different practices, but I think ultimately the self-love is the ultimate practice. Because if you don't have that, then it's whatever you do is just another tool for self-flagellation. And, you know, trying to do things right and trying to be the best and, you know. So, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. <laughs>